Boys. Baby. How you doing? Lovely. Gentlemen. Good to see you guys. Yeah. Hey. Good. good to see you guys too. This is Sports Brunch, but guess what? This question right here, not Sports Brunch at all. Okay. It's very okay. near and dear to my heart. <clears throat> here it is. All right. I saw this uh, meme on Facebook. And it said, what is your Hallmark movie title based off your month of birth and the last text message you sent? Since I know your birthdays, this is easy. March, Christopher, have the last text (laughs) that you sent up ready. March is a merry mix up. Then (laughs) give me your last text message that you sent. (laughs) <laughs> to anybody or to you guys to anyone to anyone your last <laughs> one you sent out go for it wait what was the first thing you said for march a merry mix-up a merry mix-up <laughs> all righty good deal good luck <laughs> <laughs> love it love it and i'm picturing in a hallmark movie like it it actually not working out at the end. They're just like, all righty, good deal. Good luck. <laughs> See ya. Never again. I love it. Dan, May, Christmas fever and the last, and the last text you sent. Christmas fever. <laughs> oh, man, it's even better. <laughs> Christmas fever. Almost always, I guess. LOL. But yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, can't wait to tune in for that one. <laughs> All right. And mine is uh kind of weird, but uh Icy Sculptures. Whoa, 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 you're going? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, oh man. And the, all of those incredible. are realistic Hallmark movie titles. They just yeah. are. Why not? But oh, in yeah. production. Yeah. Somehow they pump out like 10 new holiday movies every season. So y- you run out of original titles pretty easily. So Dude. there you go. There's it's three impressive. for next season. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Chris is like very morbid. Chris is like a dark. Yeah. Holiday. yeah. All righty. <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> Merry Christmas, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> Oh, all right. Let's get into it. It is the brunch breakdown. It's Didi out here in Los Angeles. Chris and Dan are in Pittsburgh. And today we are firing off so many sports topics. It's insane. It is sports brunch. And you know what? You know, I'm just not even going to tell you the things we're going to be talking about. We're just throwing them all out there to you. Dan, let everybody know what's, uh, you know, where they can find the brunch breakdown. Yeah, of course. Uh, You know, typically we just say you can find the brunch breakdown anywhere you listen to podcasts. Uh, I was recently told we have some new listeners to the program. So in case you're unfamiliar where everywhere is, it's quite literally everywhere, people, whether it's Apple, Spotify, Google, SoundCloud, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Amazon, Audible, you can find this podcast anywhere. Just search Brunch Breakdown. Make sure you're hitting follow, hit subscribe, let those episodes come to you straight to your device, wherever you have them, ready to go every Wednesday. New episodes just about every Wednesday. Uh, We also have full video episodes. A lot of you follow along with our clips. We've got the full episode in that same medium, the full video episodes available on YouTube and Facebook. They premiere at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific. And of course they're on demand anytime you want to watch after that. 
We're everywhere on social media. Give us a follow at Brunch Breakdown, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, trailer, TikTok, and everywhere else that is on planet Earth that is a social <laughs> media. And of course, these Sounds of Brunch playlist exclusively on Spotify. Simply search Sounds of Brunch. We give you what we're listening to. We'll give you last week. We'll give you this week. We put it into a playlist. We update it every Friday for your listening pleasure. Hit follow, hit subscribe to that too, and you'll have it, when it whenever you want to listen. Check it out. Nice. Uh, I just want to warn you guys and anyone watching on YouTube that if you see like a naked kid walk past this window, oh. this door, just act like you didn't see it. It's listen, bath time. It gets crazy. NC so. 17 brunch. <laughs> just, just letting you know, you know, things it, it, it might happen. I have no idea what's going on out there. All right. Well, let's get random topics off our chest. It is get it off your chest. And uh, Chris, get us started, man. Uh, cool. Thank you for the opportunity. Uh, you know, given that this is sports brunch, um, I just want to talk about this weird phenomenon that I've witnessed really very much recently. Um, and it is people that are, again, this is like a, a, an American perspective, which I mean, probably applies to every single person that listens to this podcast. But I think it's 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 interesting to me people that decide to become fans of non-traditional sports and then expect me to just play along with them talking like people from like other countries. When I was a kid, we had a neighbor up the street uh spend like a summer abroad in London and she came back with an English accent and it was the stupidest shit I've ever experienced in my entire life. And like, I don't know the world cup's going on right now. And all of a sudden I'm supposed to just accept that you're calling athletes lads now. Like really <laughs> <laughs> like we're going to, we're going to just skim past that. Like you didn't just say that for the first time ever. And I'm supposed to accept it. I don't know. I think it's weird. And that's what I wanted to get off my chest uh, this week. I, you know, it, it, the World Cup has brought a lot of that into my world lately. And I've also been noticing, like, you know, as as a Pitt fan, the teams that are, are best for Pitt are, are the, the non-traditional sports. So, like, volleyball and soccer and stuff like that. And, like, I don't know. Like, I'm a big fan of Pitt when they do things, but... I, I, we need to, we need to like level set here and, and just, you can't, I don't know. I'm not a fan. I'm just not a fan of it. I'm not a fan of it. And uh, it bothers me. It shouldn't bother me. You can, everybody else should be allowed to do whatever they want. Talk however you want. Um, But I don't like it. And and that's what I wanted to get off my chest. Lads. What do you lads think? (laughs) The, uh, (laughs) the only exception to that rule is every once a month, every two years, during the Olympics, when everybody is a genius and has been studying each Olympic sport for years leading up to that point and knows everything <laughs> about every athlete there. That that is the only time where I'm okay with it. And it's like, oh, you've been following this all along. <laughs> no, no, I just watch a lot of TV right now. This yeah. Week. <laughs> you know what, Dan? That's a good point. I'll accept you using the word brilliant as an adjective if you're describing like the parallel bars or whatever, but like stop it like stop stop saying what a brilliant performance you've never said that before you've never said that before (laughs) about a game until the world cup started last week and now everything's brilliant just stop it listen i am a handball expert every four years 
yeah. <laughs> every four yes. years. Yeah. So just yeah. So and that and to me that is acceptable. But yeah, dude, I'm I'm so happy. I don't even know who's playing in the World Cup. I don't know what's happening over there. I don't know. I just know that I'm I'm so sick of people telling me that I need to watch this and stop telling me soccer's growing. Please, can we stop? <laughs> like people have been saying that since <clears throat> I was playing soccer when I was in the fourth grade. Like it's all oh, soccer, the most growing sport. Oh man, oh 20 million people watch this. I'm like, what? Stop. Dude, that's so funny you say that because I actually have a client who um, is in the Middle East and he actually went to a bunch of the the World Cup games. And he was like, you know, it's a shame the U.S. got knocked out. They have a young team. I really think, you know, when the U.S. hosts it in four years, they're going to be a lot more competitive. I'm like, man, admittedly, I don't follow U.S. soccer at all, but they've also been saying that since I was four. So (laughs) come on. What are we doing? Yeah. Yeah, like we can be okay with the women being as dominant as they are. Like we don't have to win everything. <laughs> let the world have soccer. I, I, that's fine. We can let the world have men's soccer. That's <laughs> totally fine with that. And the reason it's like, yeah, the most growing, it's it's the most growing sport. Like ice hockey isn't growing in India as quick as like soccer is here. So <laughs> it's just always going to be that way. <laughs> yeah the growing stuff just annoys the crap out of me i'm just like guys (laughs) stop and also the thing with soccer it's like it's literally like our fourth sport here so when you are deciding what you're gonna play as a kid it's football basketball baseball and then hockey and soccer get the rest of it so it's like (laughs) why how can we be the best in the world at our fifth sport like i don't (laughs) Like it, it would be wrong if we were the best at that. When it comes to the women's soccer, that's different because girls don't play football. So yeah. it's like we're really good at basketball at international level and we're really good at soccer at international level. But mm-hmm. like girls don't play, you know what I mean? And I know girls play hockey. I, I understand that. But it's just like that's not one of the sports that you're like, hey, I'm starting up my daughter to play hockey. That's not something that happens unless you're in Canada. You're not here. So like yeah. those yeah. are the two sports where we dominate in those two sports. And there's a reason for that. So like – Stop saying we're going to be great in the World Cup. No, we're we're going to hope to get into the knockout round and then get knocked out. That's what we do. Yeah. <laughs> Who cares? Stupid. Dan, get it off your chest. Um, since I know we have a lot of topics today, I'm going to keep this sports themed, and I'm going to I'm going to try to keep it quick. Uh, gentlemen, it's official. It's time to move on from Tom Brady on the field and off the field. I'm talking both. It is time to move on okay this dude's already gonna be on our tvs again for the next two decades like he has been for like the last two and a half on the field now he's gonna be working for what fox right is who his deal is like literally waiting for as soon as he retires for real next time so like let's move on now while we can he's a shell of a player that he once was he just got his ass beat by brock purdy and it was it was absolutely embarrassing. Okay. He was revered last week for this comeback win in the last seconds of the game against Andy Dalton in the saints at home. Like, are you kidding? Is this what it's come to just fade off? Just go away. Like the goat, whatever you want to say, it's time to go. Tom, Grab your mic. Report came out today saying all options are on the table for Tom because he's a free agent this year. No, one option, the door. That's it. It's time <laughs> to move on. That's all I got to say. 
<laughs> yeah, it's done for Tom. I like I just I heard something this week about him signing with the Patriots and like doing the last round. Just oh please doing the last ride with please, the Patriots no. next year. That's what I heard because their whole situation's like they they don't have a quarterback up there. So yeah, yeah. I heard that this week and why like the breadcrumbs are there. And I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. That's it's done. That's like it's time. That's like if LeBron went back to Cleveland five years from now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Would people yeah. there really be that excited about it? <laughs> <laughs> like, it's like go to Cleveland for what to watch a game? Yeah, people will be really excited. Yeah. <laughs> like, God. Oh, old guys, it's time for everyone to go. It's just time. It's just time. Yep. God. All right. Uh, so I don't know if you guys watched the Jets-Bills game today. A little bit. Mike, yeah. did you hear about Mike White today? Uh, yeah. He's an American football quarterback. He I'm is. aware. Yes. That's well, not all I know. Took well, a couple of guy, shots. Yeah. yeah. Left the game in the second quarter after having a hit to the ribs. Comes back two plays later. Got hit in the ribs again. In the third quarter, left the game for the second time to get x-rays. No one thinks he's coming back because he shouldn't. Returns at the start of the fourth quarter and finished the game. Once the game ended, Mike White left in an ambulance, sent to the hospital for testing on potential internal injuries. Oh, my God. Ooh. And I saw this in a post on ESPN saying, gotta respect Mike White. So then I... Twitter searched this because, listen, Twitter's great for moments like this. And I was like, respect Mike White. All these people, (laughs) journalists and normies, all saying freaking Mike White, you got to respect him. Dude loves the game. Oh, my God. I'm like, this is is the worst example of anything I've ever (laughs) seen in my life. Like, kids (laughs) growing up should not think that if they have to leave the game to get x-rays, that they need to come back and finish the game. Because there's some stupid (laughs) high school coach who's going to be telling their kid, who's going to be having this on their bulletin board at the start of next season, saying, Mike White, now that guy, that guy knows how to do it. So if you're bleeding, you you feel like you're bleeding internally, you're spitting up blood, you finish the game. You finish the game. (laughs) You're going to hear about this all, you're definitely going to hear about this the next two days, about how Mike White is so tough. And I'm like, everyone stop it. It's not, no, like, I'm sure, I don't know how much money Mike White makes, but I'm sure he has a nice thing in the bank account, and it seems like he's going to be a backup quarterback forever or whatever, so he's going to make lots of money in his life. This is like a CFL story, or like a, this is an arena football story, like, yeah, arena football league quarterback, and you're freaking selling cars on, like, the weekdays, and you go play football for fun, you, yeah, you go out there and do this dumb shit, but I... I just I just can't get over how poor of an example this is for athletes everywhere that like all these people, prominent people are like, oh, respect. He's bleeding <laughs> internally and he finished the game for the New York Jets who aren't going to the Super Bowl. <laughs> I feel like this is only possible for an athlete who doesn't realize that he's only going to be a backup quarterback the rest of his life. Like maybe he thinks if I play with broken ribs, somebody will want me to be their starter, but he just doesn't 
realize that the I think the isn't that the only reason that he started is because the other kid for the Jets like said some stupid shit in a press conference and now they're like benching him because uh he's like a dick or something. Well, he was bad too. Oh, I, but, oh, terrible. but the word is that people don't like <laughs> but the word is that people don't because it's Zach Wilson, right? Yeah, people don't uh, yeah, like yeah. him. Like yeah. apparently like the whole locker room just like does not like him at all and they never have. And then he's just been bad. So then I was like, all right, get rid of him. Yeah. Yeah, I like how the Jets are getting away with that, by the way, that they took Zach Wilson, what, number two overall, and he's like the worst ever. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, who who we shouldn't respect in this circumstance is the doctors that maybe thought this could have been a problem and should have taken his helmet away. Because what if he does have internal bleeding and that was going on for the entire fourth quarter? Bro, and then just like pair it up with all the other stupid shit in the NFL that happens with quarterbacks, like Tua, how the oh, hell did that, you know? Yeah. And like we were talking before we hit record, Kenny Pickett today, like went out and back in, was concussed, and they put him back on the field. Like, yeah. Well, by the way, the Jets, the Jets still lost. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yep. Just want to note that. Just yep. want to note that. But if Mike White, if Mike White can't go next week, the Jets starting quarterback will be Joe Flacco. Let's so. go. Not Broadway. really against that. Broadway Joe, <laughs> Broadway Joe Flacco, the most Elite famous quarterback Joe Flacco <laughs> out of out of and where did he start his college career, baby? Hail oh, to Pitt. Jesus Let's go. Yeah. Let's go. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> My God. All right. Well, let's Bruce Day. Let's open up some drinks, boys. What you got, Chris? What? You yeah, I'll, I'll go quick. Uh, I am trying a lager. I just. Uh, gifted to my father um, for his birthday. And I'm going to try and pick some more up when I'm going to uh, Wisconsin in two weeks. The native son is returning. So uh, this is Guitar City, Black Lager uh, from Ray's Grain. You know the brewery. Here we go, boys. It's black and gold. I thought like, hey, the Steelers will win and that'll work out well. But that didn't happen. So here we are. No, it didn't. I don't even know who the quarterback was for the Ravens. I like turned on the game like in the second half and I was like, who's that guy? Like, <laughs> I know the other guy, but he's not that guy. Who's this guy? Four quarterbacks played in that game and it was so bad <laughs> to the point where they were talking about the emergency, emergency quarterbacks for both teams. Yeah. And it was just like, is Zach Gendry going to be finishing the game at quarterback? <laughs> that would have been who? incredible. Incredible. Yeah. I was so confused because I saw the because I turned on the game and like on it had like the fantasy stats going on. So it was just like random stats and said Mitchell Trubisky, 216 yards at the time. And I was like, what? Who? Why is he playing? And then I'm like, oh, then I went on Twitter. saw how Kenny Pickett got knocked out of the game. I was like, Yeesh. all right, that's bad. Yeah. But yeah, that was weird. An, that was an that was an embarrassing NFL game for both teams. <laughs> just bad. All right, uh, this is the beer I've had on here before because I've been doing some research over the last couple of weeks trying to figure out what my beer of the year is. Brunchies next week. Ooh, uh, yeah. uh, so Carl Strauss and Boochcraft, Win Worlds Collide, Grapefruit and Hibiscus IPA. I hadn't had it in like a few months and I was like, I need to freshen up, see if this is still great. And um, by the way, it is. Um, I don't need to sip this to let you guys know. I'm going to pour this for effect. No, but I I don't think you had the can last time or they've redesigned Oh, I didn't it. have the can. Oh, yeah. Well, this can. I think they might have actually redesigned this. But yeah, this can. Okay. Pretty great. Um, But yeah, it's a cool collaboration. Yeah. And 
Um, it you know it's everything. It's hibiscus and grapefruit. Come on, like it, it's the it's the Daniel collab with Daniel Dudley also. Yeah, everybody, yeah. Everybody needs a little hibiscus now and then, you know. Dude, everyone needs hibiscus. My God. Pro tip: Beautiful. If you ever see a margarita that has hibiscus in it, order it asap. Doesn't matter what you're thinking in your head. You'd be like, ah, I'm gonna order a beer. No, you see on the menu hibiscus and a margarita. Order it. It's good advice. That's good yeah. advice, uh, gentlemen. I've got one of the greats from Platform uh, Beer Company here. Part of their series. I think I had maybe the s'mores a few weeks back that I did. But this is the old classic, the yammy, yammy. Still digging into some fall beers. Damn, is this one of my favorites. It's so good. If you like a good yammy beer, it's not quite a pumpkin beer. You know, it's sweet. It's got those spices, cloves, cinnamon, and it's just it is it's 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 warming. It's a fall beer. It's wonderful and it's just like pumpkin season, good all year round. But the yammy yammy, the OG from platform can never go wrong. Happy to report cold beer back in the Knopf household, so there we go. Happy to be enjoying this. New beer fridge? Uh what? not yet. We're on a bit of a band-aid policy right now. Um but we're we're getting by. We're getting okay. by. New fridge uh, coming soon. Coming okay. soon. Okay. All right. Yeah. Are you picking it out or are you have you ordered it and it's coming? Got a kind of a, a fridge swap going on. I was just actually. about to say, Dan, I was just about to say I think the 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 garage or the basement beer fridge has to be you have to like inherit it from somebody. Like I feel yes. like it, you can't just that can't be a you can't have hmm. in your garage like a brand new fridge, you know? Absolutely. I 100% 100% agree with you and the the former fridge beer fridge was exactly that, inherited See, that's good From stuff. When moving here, not my fridge. And so now I will do the same. Somebody I know is getting a new fridge. Their old fridge comes here. Love it. It's a beautiful thing. Love it. People helping people. <laughs> this <laughs> is a tangent that we shouldn't go on because we have a lot to get to. But <laughs> yeah. I was just recently talking about to someone whose daughter's about to turn 16. And I was talking about how, like, no one's going to give their kid a hand-me-down car anymore. So we need to figure out other mm. things that we can hand down because the reason you're not going to give a kid a handy mount hand me down car anymore is because the technology in cars has changed too much. So it's like, if you have a kid who just got yeah. their license, you're like, I'm not going to, I'm not going to give you a car without a backup camera anymore. It's not happening. So mm. it's like, you're probably yeah. getting your kid like a new or like, you know, used car, but like not that, not very old. You're not giving them a 1997 Honda Civic. Like, you know what I mean? You're not just doing that anymore. I had and a 97 so, Honda Civic. I know. That's now I'm getting nostalgic. This is making See? me sad. Yeah. Like, you're just not going to give somebody just any car that you have that you've had in your family forever. You're going to get them new things. So we need to find more hand-me-downs. And I think the fridge is a good one. That is a good hand one. Hand-me-down fridge. I put like put, put wow. a pin in that topic. I, yeah. I, I need some time to think about that one. Yeah. Yeah. I like That's a that. nice start of 2023 topic right there. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. But anyways, boys, cheers. Cheers, boys. Cheers. Sports brunch. All right. Here we go. Uh, right. The Heisman was given out last night. Caleb Williams, uh, any thoughts? Feelings? Anything? Who cares? <laughs> <laughs> um, Right choice, but probably one of the most more unexciting Heisman trophy really buildups in, in quite some time. But... I guess it was the right choice. <laughs> I, I, I personally think 
<clears throat> for the Heisman to be interesting again, uh, we need to go back and look at all the people that have voted for like the last 10 Heismans and the amount of people who have clearly shown a trend of like, they just voted for the school that's most prominent. You don't, you can't vote anymore. Yes. <laughs> that's it. Yes. If you voted for Alabama seven or more times over the last 10 years, you can't vote. You, you don't have a vote anymore. Uh, yeah, I, I love it, that. The reason I started this out like this, asking you guys about this, because one, I didn't even know the Heisman was giving given out tonight, yesterday. Like, I had no idea. Like, I was just like, oh, that's happening. It used to be such a big deal. But, like, yeah. I knew more about this Heisman winner because of living here, right? Like, USC mm -hmm. is very present. Kayla Williams is on a bunch of TV commercials out here and all this other shit, right? But, like, I just like, does anyone else know or care? Because... He got hurt in the big game last week, so it was really anticlimactic. Because he was like running towards the Heisman, it was like, oh, it was gonna be this big story, and it was like, yeah, they were gonna be in the college football playoff, and then he got hurt in the first quarter of the game, and then they just got waxed by Utah. Yeah, so uh, it's just weird. And I was just like, does anyone even? But also, does anyone even care about the Heisman anymore? Because I swear, it just used to be such a big deal. And, like, you had to watch the ridiculously long program and all that stuff. And now it's like, I don't care. I think people don't care. Well, I, I won't speak for everybody. I, just in my own personal opinion, <clears throat> the fact that we have betting lines on the Heisman in July every year and like then they they update that every week and some okay who's in the top hot five heisman list this week after like well we've played three games okay who's gonna the front runner for that it's just like overkill when everybody knows at the end of the year it's gonna be the four to five quarterbacks that play for the four to five best teams like it was amazing that last year a defensive player was even invited that kid from uh michigan uh, yeah. yeah the defensive lineman because it's just all quarterbacks. I don't know. I don't I don't find it interesting. Yeah, and I don't know if it's just because we haven't had players that are so dominant as they once were that it's almost uh, almost parody in a sense or there's just no like super standout like you think of the guys that have won it the last couple of years and then you look at that stage when they bring all those winners back up on stage. Now it's not all of them. They don't all, you know, go on to have great long NFL careers or anything like that. But you're like Damn, there's some serious history up there, and I don't know if this kid's going to be remembered with the rest of them. Um, and I don't know what it is. I really don't. You're right. It used to be a huge deal, but it's it's just not, and it is. It's the same. It's the same formula, and it's frankly kind of annoying. I hear you, uh, boys. Uh, we're out of time on that topic. Uh, let's get to one that we've been wanting to talk about for a couple months. <laughs> Scotty Pippen. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> Scotty Pippen is offering $333,000 to spend the day with him. Go out to dinner with him, hang out, he'll autograph some stuff. $333,000 to hang out with Scotty Pippen in 2022. Please, boys, <laughs> would you spend $333,000 to hang out with Scotty Pippen? I, I have to go first on this. What I, cause we really need to like check in on Scotty to make sure like, does he, what year does he think it is? <laughs> it's not 1997. In 1997. So let's like put inflation in this. Right. So I guess we'll just like, I don't know. We'll cut this thing in half. 
1997, would you have paid $150,000 to hang out with Scottie Pippen? <laughs> he was the third most, he was the fourth most interesting bull if you count Phil Jackson. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. That's the problem with Scottie. He doesn't seem interesting. <laughs> What would you talk about all day? <laughs> what would he actually say? <laughs> you know? What would you talk about? He'd give these short answers. And you'd be like, listen, $333,000 is a lot. I need I need some more juice here. I know you just wrote your book. But- Bro, that's what it would be. You'd be getting pissed off as the day went on for sure. You'd be like, at some point, okay, Scotty, when am I getting my money out of that? When am I getting my money's worth here? Like, what stories does Scotty Pippen have? Like, are we gonna, <laughs> like uh, I remember during the last dance, it was very interesting finding out about his background, like his family. I don't need to know more about how poor Scotty Pippen was because we learned that in the last dance. Right. Right. And like how he had the growth spur. All that stuff was interesting, but I don't want to talk to him about that. You know, I if if I think about this on like a micro macro ec- economical level, um any any business, you have a product, right? The higher you price it, the few the, the less people will be able to afford it. But if the price point gets high enough, you don't need a lot of people to afford it. So now I'm starting to think about, well, like he just needs one wackadoodle to to take him up on this, and he's got three three fifty. How much is it? Three thirty something. Three hundred. Yeah, three hundred and thirty three thousand dollars. <laughs> it only takes one person, man. <laughs> I bet you. I bet you he he had a meeting with his people, and he's like. They're like Scotty, if we if we put a number on these things, how many are you willing to do? And he's probably like three. And they're like, okay, here's the deal: three hundred thirty-three thousand dollars, and you end up with a million at the end of the day. I you for three uh, people, you are probably one hundred percent right. <laughs> like, That's probably right? it, <laughs> right? Three people, three hundred thirty-three k, million dollars, cool, just like that. And oh, and I apologize. I I was mistaken. It is three hundred thirty three thousand three hundred thirty three dollars and thirty three cents. Okay, that's what it was then. Dan is 100%. that's exactly what it is then. <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly what it is. Dan is one hundred percent right. Um, million yeah, bucks. This is, this is in the Neiman Mar- Neiman Marcus Christmas twenty twenty two book, and um, yeah, the ultimate sports experience with legendary basketball player. Scotty Pippen. And you have to hang out with Scotty Pippen's son. You gotta play two on two with them. They'll probably kick everyone's asses. They're not gonna take it easy on you either. I, I, I uh, you get a bourbon tasting with <laughs> hold on. Yeah, 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 yeah. You get a His bourbon tasting brand. with Scotty Pippen's own whiskey. Yeah. <laughs> What does Scotty Pippen know about whiskey? Right, yeah. <laughs> Man. I want shares of the company. I don't want to sip it with them. <laughs> what is Scotty Pippen's whiskey called? Digits. Okay. <laughs> okay. Hmm. Sounds like a social media company. Digits. Man. Yeah, and you're uh, you get uh, a take home gift. 
autographed copy of the book. Oh, great. Yeah, that really <laughs> makes it over the it makes you go, OK, OK, I get it. Three hundred thirty three thousand. All right. Who would I make it out to? There's there's <laughs> there's probably a few really rich people from Chicago that would do this. Oof. And he'll boy, do it oh three times and that's it. Three. Is there here's now here's the question. Is there anyone on planet Earth? If you had the money, say you had the money, maybe not Jeff Bezos money, but like multi multi-millionaire. Okay. You could spend this if you really wanted to. Is there anybody that you would say for one day, $333,000 to experience that with them? I would take that money and like take you guys on a trip and have fun. That's what I would do. <laughs> yeah, man. If there's good God, that's a lot, man. Yeah. It, one per i don't know like i don't know i right? mean like like maybe lebron just because of i feel like with everything he's involved in you'd have a pretty full day and you'd probably meet a couple of people that could change your life maybe or have a couple of conversations that you really take something away from like who i mean cuz and you don't want to be like Speaking of somebody that could be like, oh, well, how about uh, Jeff Bezos? You could be friends with millionaires or Elon Musk. Like, no, those days would be terrible, right? True. There are some people that you wouldn't want to actually spend the entire day with regardless of their status or, or worth or whatever. Yeah, I think those in super intelligent who... people are actually like boring and their days aren't as exciting right. as you think. Exactly, no. exactly. Yeah. So it'd be somebody you have to enjoy the day with, but also – You'd want to take something away from it, aside from a bottle of bourbon and a book. <laughs> <laughs> On that note, I think I would. I, I think I would. The Rock. I think that I would get my money's Ooh, worth out of that. Yeah, yeah. See, because when Always you think answer. about it, and this is the problem with this Scotty Pippen. The, well, there's a lot of problems with the Scotty Pippen thing, but the main problem, if if you're if we're giving each other fake three hundred thirty-three thousand dollars. I want to do it with somebody who's going to have fun. And you mentioned LeBron. And if there's one thing that people hate the most about LeBron is LeBron's always having fun. <laughs> and I really think that's what people hate the most about LeBron. They're like, oh, the Lakers suck. And LeBron's on the sidelines with a glass of wine. LeBron is always having fun. And, and it's so unlike, it's so unlike Michael Jordan or Tom Brady or any of the, like the goats in any other sport, they all seem miserable. And LeBron is just the opposite of miserable. So I get that. The Rock would be super fun. Like, oh, man. It, it's because you guys know I'm a huge Kanye West fan, but like I now I could end up at a white supremacist rally for $330,000. I don't want that. <laughs> so <laughs> right. good God. Um, that doesn't sound like a fun day. Um, Oprah. That's it. Oprah. Ooh, okay. See. I want to hang out with yeah. Oprah. Like I, but Oprah goes to brunch, not just on Sundays, but like every day. And mm -hmm. it's at her house that looks like the probably better than any restaurant I've ever sat in. The chef is probably like world renowned. Like it's Oprah. Oprah. I would spend that money on Oprah. And it might not be enough money, honestly, to hang out with Oprah for a day. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. But at a zero. Jesus. All right. Um, let's get into another thing, guys. Uh how to fix the Hall of Fame. We got into a little topic about the American Music Awards that Dan was completely wrong about, but Chris 
steered the conversation in a different direction and said how he would fix Hall of Fames in sports. Chris, fix them. Go. Right. Well, uh, sorry about that, Dan. Typically, this is what happens on our podcast is when... (laughs) When you guys start talking about things that I'm not familiar with, I just take it back to sports because that's where I live 24 seven. Um, yeah, I think like the way I want to fix hall of fames is just that there's a quota per position. And so we kind of like re- have some relegation going on and like, it would be much more interesting if like when Tom Brady goes into the hall of fame, we have to decide what quarterback gets removed from the hall of fame right because i think we're doing Ah. we're honoring way too many people like i heard somebody talk about the fact that like matt stafford could be a hall of famer i'm just like matt stafford matt because he threw for a lot of yards in detroit and then ended up winning a championship in la like matt stafford are you are he's gonna wear a gold jacket like i don't know some of these names just like to me totally devalue what we're doing with hall of fames to the point that it's like the Heisman. I don't care anymore. I don't care. Like Caleb Williams. I'm sorry, bro. But like, I'm not, I'm not going to remember that one season you played at USC. That was great. Like in all your games happened at nine and I couldn't watch them anyway. I just, I, I don't know. I, I think they're that we're honoring too many people. We're honoring too many people in too many ways. And I think we need to reduce it. <laughs> that's uh that's. And so I think, we need to set a quota like 10 quarterbacks can be in the hall of fame. So you really have to think harder about what 10 quarterbacks go in there. Not we're putting 10 people in the hall of fame every year. We need to reduce it. I like that. I, I, I think, and this is an argument I've heard from people before too, specifically with the pro football hall of fame, I think, because it's the reason that you mentioned Chris, because they put so many guys in every year, like a lot. Right. Um, Give me if we don't go with that, we have to have tears. Gold jacket, silver jacket, bronze jacket, <laughs> gold jacket, green jacket. Who gives a shit? Pink ribbon, <laughs> pink ribbon jacket. Yeah, like first ballot, definite Hall of Famer, Tom Brady type. Yes, gold jacket, you're in. But like Matt Ryan, Matt Stafford, here's your bronze vest. Like <laughs> You will go into the to the other wing that's open only on the weekends <laughs> at the Pro Football Hall of Fame in Canton, Ohio. I love this, like, Dan. This is I'm seeing I'm visualizing Dan's suggestion because I mean we 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 all know if you know Dan he he wears his three piece suits right so like Dan yes. is envisioning the Hall of Fame where like his full suit is the top tier but like yeah if you want to roll with Dan you got to be top tier, right? If not, like, right. sorry, bro, you're just wearing a vest. You don't get the jacket. Right? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Some quarterbacks just get suspenders. Like, <laughs> you're just, it's like, all right, Heinz Ward, finally, here, here's some suspenders. You're, you're, <laughs> you're in. <laughs> but that, yeah, no, Dan, that's, that's a point that's always bothered me too. It's like, we have these guys that have waited like 15 years and they get up to the cap where it's like, well, if you, if it like 20 years after you're done playing, if you don't get inducted in, then you can't go in. And then we're like, all right, well, it's year 19 for this guy. Yeah. So we got to put him in. And then, I don't know. It's just like, come on. It's like, does he belong in the level with everybody else? Yeah. No, no. Tear them up. 
Let's change this thing. We could build a couple levels in Canton. Maybe do it that way. You work your way up to the gold to the gold level as you move up. I like this. You know, that's I think that's how we can fix it. I like this a lot. And uh, sticking with the NFL Hall of Fame, it's uh for me there needs to be a rock star ring ring, ring ah, wing of the Hall of Fame, a rock star Ooh. wing of the Hall of Fame. And when I say rock star, I mean people who made the biggest impact on the NFL, probably some a bigger impact than some people who are going to be in the Hall of Fame, but they did it in like four years. I think Dante Ooh. Culpepper is my prime example of somebody who should be in the rock star wing of the Hall of Fame. Like maybe you make their bus a little smaller or something like that. I don't know what you do. I just think that there's people who just made a huge impact in the NFL, but like they didn't have a career that went that long. But we all talk about them like, oh my God, you remember Priest Holmes or like the people like that who just had insane Ooh. years in the NFL. Like yeah. Ricky Williams is not going to be in the Hall of Fame. Ricky right. Williams was unreal for a little bit of time and then left. But like, I I, I think those people need to be remembered. I got, I got, I got Tommy Maddox on the brain now, Didi. That's what I'm saying. Let's go. It's like, come on. Like these people, like Mike Wallace was like the best receiver in the league. Oh, we just for... put every Steelers number one receiver in that <laughs> wing. Yeah. It's like three years and then they go crazy. Yeah. Yeah. His it's like 32 like, week combined San- NFL career was the best 32 week streak. Yeah. 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 Toss Antonio Holmes in there too while you're at it. Yeah. It's like try talking about the, because like, honestly, Antonio Brown's a crazy person now, but like try telling the story of the NFL in the 2010s without mentioning Antonio Brown. You can't. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like he's right. not going to make the Hall of Fame, but you can't talk about, you know what I'm saying? It's like, you're like, all right, this is the story of Antonio Brown. Like he was the best receiver in the league by far. And then he went crazy, but like, he has to be in somewhere. He has to be in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. like, you know, and like, I, like Mike Vick comes to mind, even though Mike Vick's never getting in the hall of fame because it's you know, dog stuff, but just say it. Yeah. Yeah. The impact Same. that guy made, like who wasn't, you know, and there's those guys who were just really good on video games that like, you're like Cordell Stewart. <laughs> Cordell! <laughs> Slash. Come on. Rockstar. <laughs> Put freaking 97 Cordell in the NFL now. What? We're not even talking yeah. about Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. <laughs> like, are you kidding me? Patrick Mahomes didn't catch passes? Get out of here. <laughs> what? Cordell did everything. Oh, Jesus. Man. But yeah, a rock star wing in the Hall of Fame. It needs to be there. We just got to okay. remember these. These people need to be remembered for generations. Yeah. I love that. I love yeah. that. I think we just fixed the NFL. We fixed it. We, fixed we did it. it. We You're welcome. Five I'm, minutes. That's all it took. That's all it took. Because I'm all in on everything. Yeah, I'm all in yeah. on like voting to like making the NFL Hall of Fame like Survivor. You're like, all right, did we vote Terry Bradshaw off the island <laughs> <laughs> for Matt Stafford? And it's like, right. no, Terry, your light <laughs> no, is, we don't. Terry, your flame is still on, Matt. Put your flame out. Go home. Uh, <laughs> that's a reality show. We should do Dude, that. That's it. Yep. Like, oh, I, millions would tune. If millions of people tune in for the draft, like, what? Who's not tuning in to see if freaking yep. Terry Bradshaw has to get kicked out of the Hall of Fame? It's like Joe Namath. <laughs> Joe Namath. Sorry, man. Freaking Matt Ryan's going. Yeah. 
<laughs> the little interview Joe. with Susie Colbert is still a little rot up some people, so. <laughs> oh, God. All right. Uh, okay, let's go to another one that we've had uh, that we've talked about. Actually, let's go to something new. Um, Dion Sanders is now the head coach of Colorado. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, I don't even I, – I, I don't know if this is good or bad or fun or what. All I know is I've seen a lot of transfer portal jokes over the past, like, <laughs> couple weeks, and I've really enjoyed those. Uh, Dion is now – Head coach, Power Five school, Colorado, in the Pac-12. Is that where Colorado is? Yeah, that's it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm fascinated by all this, and I was fascinated by all this, and then all of a sudden, I became pissed. I hate Dion because, <laughs> personally, this is a personal reason. Chris, I think you connect with this a little bit. Our alma mater, Kent State University. Not the greatest football powerhouse in the history of college football, but they finally found their head coach that turned the program around, won them a bowl game for the first time since the 1972 Peach Bowl, and Dion plucked his ass to be his offensive coordinator, and I'm furious about it. And so now I'm very anti-everything that's going on with Dion because it's going to set that Kent State program back another three decades probably because I've – We've been down this road. So <laughs> I was fascinated by all of it, by what he did at Jackson State as quickly as he did. I understand he probably had a point where he realized, like, how many more years of just whooping everyone's ass down here is it going to take for me to jump to a Auburn-level job, which was another job that people thought he might be up for. Clearly that wasn't happening, wasn't the case. He's going to need one more step before he gets there. He began do it at Colorado. He could probably do it anywhere, let's be honest. So fascination around all of that, but now I'm just mad and sad. I uh I can he coach? I mean he can recruit. He, he can, can recruit. recruit. Yeah. That's the thing. I know he can recruit. And I know you can buy players now. I just don't like <clears throat> if you if you he was Jackson State, right? Yeah, like he bought players to go to Jackson State. One of his players was like, got like a million dollars nil deal to play at Jackson State. If you get a kid that talented to play at Jack, you don't need many players like that at that level of football to dominate. But like, he just went to the Pac-12. He went to a power conference. Normally, there you you do these steps, right? Um, so I. I don't know. Like, what's the end goal for Dion? Does he does he want to be the next Nick Saban? Do you guys really think he's going to be the next? I dude, I don't know. I'm very interested to see how this because the first year is not going to be good. Yeah, it's going to be bad. So no, I'm right. interested to see how that goes because if there's one thing that we like, Dion Sanders has been famous for our entire lives. Like he's been famous for that long, and like one thing we haven't seen Dion do is like lose. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's like Dion's whole brand is kind of like winning. And yeah. I don't and so you're gonna lose in a very public fashion. And I'm interested to see how that goes. Yeah, it's weird to me that he chose that job. Like, and that's yeah. what I'm saying. Like, normally there's levels to this. Like, I would I would have seen him going from like Jackson State to like the AAC, right? Like go like yeah. coach like FAU or UCF or a team like that, and then jump to uh 
good program, but like Colorado is like the worst power five program <laughs> right now. Like it's not going to, yeah. so like any coach, <laughs> cause I he's going to have to know how to coach. I don't know, man. Maybe it's, he's surrounding himself with really good coaches yeah. like Kent state's guy. I don't know. He is. And that's what he did at Jackson state, right? He had a bunch of NFL players that were coaches, former NFL players. Yeah. So if you can yeah, go out level, and recruit, yeah. And at that level, you bring in a, a bunch of NFL players, Hall of Famers, if you will, as your coaches. You bring in these the best recruits at that level, and even you know kids that were top in the country coming there, which is great for uh, that program. But and now he's taking him with him. By the way, I don't know if you heard his first speech in the locker room to yeah. the team. I'm bringing my luggage with me, and it's Louie. And y'all better jump in the portal so we have some room for them. <laughs> like, ooh, okay. Um, it was the most yeah. amazing press conference. Like, it was amazing. the press conference was so Dion. It was amazing. Like, I I love Dion. It was the most amazing press conference. I love that he's just like, yeah, and I'm bringing my quarterback with me, and it's his son. And his son is like an NFL prospect. His son didn't look happy. <laughs> he did not look excited to go to Colorado with his dad. So, yeah, yeah, it's gonna be yeah a lot of a lot more work to do there than he had to do at Jackson State. It's it it's certainly gonna take some time. But kids want to play for him. That's the thing. It's undeniable, and he can. Like you said, Didi, he's been famous our whole lives, and you know, mom and dad. Oh yeah, they love themselves some Dion too, right? At that age, so he can talk to any parent, any family, in any living room. And I think he ultimately wants to be the head coach of Florida State. You're asking like what his end goal is. They didn't Perhaps. want him a couple of years ago, but obviously he didn't really have anything proven at that point. I think that's his end goal would be a head the head coaches at, at his alma mater at Florida State. Wow. And try to get them a championship, but I mean, he, uh, how many years are we away from that? Yeah, he picked a circuitous <laughs> route, man. Like, yeah, you want to prove that you can be the coach of Florida State, so you decide to take this job, dude. The thing, uh, I don't know. It's it's interesting that the, the stuff with the it's, the thing that I am like most interested to see how it all works out is just. If he is, if Colorado has a good year this year, let's say Colorado goes like eight and four, something like that. Is he gone? Because if he <laughs> takes the worst team to eight wins and Florida State has another whatever year or some other big school has some like whatever year and like they have the money to buy out contracts and all that, say, is he just gone? Because that's the thing that is annoying about the Jackson State stuff is like he sold this whole thing like, I'm here. I'm going to be here, whatever. I'm, you know, I'm going to put all the spotlight on HBCUs. God brought me here, blah, blah, blah. And then left as soon as the opportunity happened. So it's like now with seeing that after he sold this dream, Colorado, Colorado, who cares? So if they win like eight games and somebody, and you know, like, you know how college football works. Someone calls, coaches move all the time. It's just like, all right, cool. Like Lincoln Riley, he could go to the NFL next year or something like that. And then USC's open and Dion had a good year. All right. He's gone. Somebody needs to create a Twitter account for Dion's luggage. (laughs) Yes. And I think, I think Colorado, I think the officials at Colorado know that too, because right. They said they like, they don't even know how they're going to pay for him. They don't even know how they're going to afford his contract. I think they, 
I think they willingly gave him that contract knowing they're not going to have to pay him for the entire length of it. So they're like, oh, we'll figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> and then someone will buy, have to buy it out and we'll get all that money and we'll be fine. <laughs> My God. Um, <laughs> all right. Uh, last topic here. Uh, Antonio Brown was trapped in his house. Police were looking for him. He was trapped in his house. AB, who we just mentioned, rock star Hall of Famer in our NFL <laughs> Hall of Fame. Uh, yeah. Is, does any AB story surprise you? Cause this one, my dad said it to me cause they were here last week. He was like, yeah, Antonio Brown's trapped in his house. Did you see that? And I was like, no, I didn't see it, but not surprised. <laughs> but not surprised. <laughs> not surprised. No, nothing at this point that he could do, will do, might do, honestly, could surprise me. I mean, what can you say about this guy anymore? Yeah, it's a shame. Like it is. Yeah, I, I no. The answer is no. It, it doesn't surprise me. Um, because like each story just gets more bizarre, right? And every time you think like, oh, well, that's the craziest shit he could do, and then it's just like, well, a month later he does something crazier. Um, like it's like this. Every time I hear about him, it's this mixture of like cringing and like wanting to laugh but also like worried about him you know like he's not right yeah it's one of those things where you're like uh, there would only be like one story that would surprise me about antonio brown at this point and i feel the same way about like kanye it's like if i woke up and they were like kanye west is dead i'd be like oh shit that's crazy and i feel the same way about antonio brown it's sad it's just like there's no story and it seems like every time it's like he's trying to one up the next thing or something and it's like no one at point no one's caring and you're still seeking attention and it's like you know i don't know what the thing is that i would be surprised by with antonio brown because it's like honestly i don't even yeah i was gonna say i don't even know if like antonio brown's dead would surprise me i think what would surprise (laughs) me if it was like antonio brown saves child in the middle of uh you know intersection save child life or like you know, turns himself into rehab and guarantees he's there to, and he actually stays there. Like that would surprise me. Like good, good Antonio Brown news, I think would surprise me because we haven't had that at all. I, yeah, I don't know. I don't even think like, I'd be surprised by that because like Antonio <laughs> Brown is a spectacular athlete. So if he saw a kid in yeah. the if he saw some kid and like you know who fell into the subway in New York City, he could jump down, get him, and, and get him like it was nothing. Yeah. So I don't yeah. know. We'd just be like, yeah, like Antonio Brown did some amazing thing. Yeah, I believe it. I don't know. <laughs> it's crazy. Well, boys, uh, we tried to get as many topics as possible, and I think we did a really good job. Um a lot. let's get to music. What we're listening to. Dan, what you got? Um, how can we not to start the week off with SZA? I mean, I think we should literally just fill the playlist with the entire album. But uh, yeah. I'll pick I'll pick one. The song with Phoebe Bridgers that a lot of people were excited for, Ghost in the Machine. Um, you know, when the track list came out, everyone freaked out for a lot of these collaborations. This one in particular. Uh, the album is incredible. It's red hot. It's being talked about as it should be. Um it's it's fantastic. It really is. But uh, at least one song on the playlist uh, from SOS, and I'll put on Ghost in the Machine 
Phoebe Bridgers and SZA. Nice. Chris, what you got? This is super random. Um, but uh, like somewhere along the line, we heard that you, you remember that Taylor Swift album that nobody liked? Oh, the the ones the, like super hipster, or, 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 yeah, and yeah, then yeah. the one after that, the yep, super hipster yep. one. Um, somewhere along the line, we heard that that was like the best music to play for a crying baby to calm them down. Uh, and I've been meaning to mention this for months now, uh, but it's true. It is one hundred percent true. We had to pull it out again wow. a couple of weeks ago. We were driving home from a Christmas festival thing, and Charlotte was not happy. Um, so I'm just gonna toss something from that album onto the playlist uh, because I hated that album back when it came out. And now I can be honest with you guys. I kind of like it. So I'm going to show a little bit of respect this week. Okay. Wow. Wow. Christopher Gates, AKA Swifty. All right. (laughs) Let's go. Uh, (laughs) Paramore uh, put out the second single from their album. that's coming out, I believe in February. Uh, The news and I really like it. I'm do you? I like it a lot, and it's interesting because I if, I see what they're trying to do. I don't know how fun of a concert this is gonna be. So I mixing old stuff with the new stuff. I feel like there's gonna be a lot of people who aren't gonna be feeling this because it's very. This is very political. This is why it's kind of a political record. But th- the news mm-hmm. is very political. So I'm like, are they trying to be? 2023 green day or something with this album i'm not sure but um i like the news i think it's cool i like the lyrics i'm um i don't know i'm excited to see what they what what the rest of this album sounds like but i didn't expect political turn from paramore but here we are yeah i don't know how i feel about it yet i gotta give it some more listens because it took me a little while to warm up to this is why and then i heard this is why i performed live and i liked it better so Maybe that'll be the case there. But yeah, interesting. Interesting sound with what they're doing uh, so far. Next one up for me, um, Upsall. She put out her brand new EP, Sagittarius. The entire thing is great. Uh, the song I'll put on is called Kickflip. It's kind of funky and hip and poppy. It just seems like anytime Upsall puts out any music, she has a place on our playlist, deservedly so. She yep. has for quite some time. So we can put the whole EP on there, but... Kickflip from us Upsall, you're gonna like it. We need to do a playlist of like our brunch favorites. Like, Ooh. you know what I mean? Like the yeah, Olivia O'Briens, yeah. the Upsalls. Like, there are certain people. <laughs> right. there, you just need to make a playlist of just like one song of we all we're all like drafting songs from our just our brunch staples. But yeah. yes, the regular I that. like it. Mm-hmm. Toss, toss Jordan Sparks in there while you're at it. Yeah. I like oh that. yeah, no doubt. Yeah. <laughs> um, next up for me. So like the Spotify rap thing came out for everybody, right? So I've been reliving my 2022 a little bit. And um, I wanted to put a couple songs back on the playlist this week that probably aren't going to be in the brunchies next week when we talk about music, mm. but I still really, really love these songs. Um, so the first one, band called Cliff Diver. I put them on the podcast months ago, a new ska band that uh, kind of burst onto the scene this year. Um, their song new Vegas bomb. I love Vegas bombs have, uh, uh, have played a role in all of our lives and, uh, we can enjoy that song this week for better or for worse. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) 
Oh, man. Uh, all right. My next one is uh, from They, period. Uh, Set Me Free, new single. I'm not the biggest fan of They. A lot of people do like them. But guess what? This song I really like. Uh, Set Me Free, check it out. It's very heartfelt. And uh, yeah, I like the song. So check it out. Uh, last one for me, uh, Peach Tree Rascals. I need that. It's off their end of time EP. And they've been on the playlist a few times in the past few years because and they're one of the most like j- genre bending groups there is. I just love the uniqueness and blend of their sound and what they do. It really from song to song, it changes. So uh, I need that from Peach Tree Rascals. Nice. Uh, my last one. Um, so Mom Jeans put out a new album this year. Uh, the album's called Sweet Tooth. The song What's Up on that album is one that I've just continued to play all year. And uh, yeah, I don't know that it's going to be a song of the year, but man, it's in the. It's like if you like put your top three that you're debating for song of the year, this is like probably four or five. Like it's up. It's really, really good. Ooh. So just mm. want to throw that back on there this week. Can't wait for the brunchies. I'm ready. Let's go. I'm ready. Uh, all right. My last one that I have is, <laughs> you know, how songs just show up on playlists. It's just like you're listening to music, then it just like rolls into something you've never heard of. Well, um, there's nothing I love more in my late 30s than ignorant rap music by younger people. Takes me back to a time. Uh. <laughs> This song is by somebody named Ogisi, and it is the song is called Gallery. And god damn it, is this song good? This is not a song you want to play with the children, just letting you know right now. This is a song you want to play when you're working out, when you're running, when you're isolated, you know, to yourself or you're in the car by yourself. Play this, and you will play it 10 times in a row. I, it's, it's just, it's just good. Just, just feels right. Just feels right. Takes me back to a time. So check it out. Oh, Geesey, whoever you are, gallery. And shouts to Apple Music for thinking that, for knowing that I needed to hear this song. Because I did not look for this. (laughs) (laughs) So. There you go. Well, that's what we're listening to. And boys, any final thoughts on the old brunch breakdown? Mm, No, I'm just going to spend a lot of time this week thinking about what NFL players actually deserve a three-piece suit. Dude, same. Like, I feel like I'm going to be sending you guys text messages all week. Just like, yeah, give them the bronze jacket. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Bronze vest going to you. Yeah. It's like, Act like you're working at a cheesecake factory, you know. <laughs> <laughs> we fixed it, though. We fixed it, everybody. God, what jacket does Kirk Cousins get? Dude, he, I just saw, and like they, I was watching a game, I think last week, and they said he passed Dante Culpepper for like touchdown passes or something like that. And I was like, how is that possible? But then, like you said, they showed Dante Culpepper and he played there for like two and a half years. (laughs) Yeah. 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 That's, yeah. Rockstar Hall of Fame, bronze jacket. We just, I'm telling you, these are conversations that need to be had. Kirk Cousins, suspenders, bow tie. There you go. (laughs) (laughs) It's the brunch breakdown. We're out.